It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Auburn has a ton of guys on campus this weekend. Who are the key targets? Who do they have to get? We tell you on today's Locked On Auburn. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Huge weekend on the recruiting front for the Auburn Tigers, and no one is out there better at uh, helping us break all this down than John Garcia of Sports Illustrated, also Locked On's recruiting insider. John, if uh, if you're a high school recruit that plays defense, there's a chance that you're on campus this uh, this weekend. Four-star offensive tackle, Bo Hughley. Four-star offensive tackle, DJ Chester. Four-star defensive lineman, Ruben Bain. Four-star defensive lineman, Hunter Osborne. Four-star uh, defensive lineman, Keldrick Falk. Tight end, Jelani Thurman. Four-star linebacker, D. Creighton. Four-star DBs. Uh, Jakeem Jackson, as well as four-star linebacker C.J. Allen, and a defensive end, Josh Horton. A ton of talented guys, John. Who are the big ones? Who are the big ones that Auburn fans need to look at and say, okay, this is a guy I need to pay attention to this weekend? Well, you got to start in-state, Zach. And certainly, we've talked a lot about the the strength of this in-state class for the class of 2023. And, And really, that conversation literally begins with the defensive lineman. It is a loaded year yeah. in the state of Alabama. Uh, you got to keep some of these kids home. That That's true for Alabama. It's true for Auburn. Right. And we know everybody's trying to come into Alabama to pluck some of this top-tier talent uh, and drive them away from the home state. So getting guys like Keldrick Falk, Hunter Osborne on campus once again, really big deal. Not only because it's an official visit, and this will be their first Auburn experience where it is multiple days, intimate time with Brian Harson and company, the meals, all, all the great events and lineup stuff you, you get on an official visit, but it is a different impression relative to other official visits because both of these guys in particular, the instaters, they're taking a bunch of officials in the month of June. And there's, there's a real opportunity here for Auburn in, in both cases for Falk Highland home kid right down the road as familiar with Auburn really as it gets a a guy who's been a known name since I think his freshman year, extremely long, productive uh, pass rusher, uh, played offense, plays basketball, a lot of the physical athletic traits that you really like at the position and Auburn, you know, for a long time, I think among all the in-state defensive linemen and several are local, right? Auburn, Montgomery, Highland home, et cetera. Sure. You got to feel maybe best about Falk uh, of this entire group for the longstanding, you know, uh, perception, you know. So I think a chance to nail that home is a really big deal for, for Jimmy Brombo, for Harson and company uh, at Auburn to try to, to reel these guys in or at least put yourself back at that top spot. You know, Florida State, Florida have both been really high on Falk and they've been chipping away at this perceived Auburn lead. Uh, so it's time to cut that out and erase all of that, if at all possible, yeah. with this Auburn official visit. I'm not saying he's going to commit. I mean, he could. I'm not saying he he will. Uh, but you want to at least pull even or ahead of, of anyone else 
in the race. And I do think Auburn has that opportunity with Keldrick Falk, uh, who does want to commit before the season gets going. And then with Hunter Osborne, it, it's a little bit more tangible. Okay. You know, Clemson hosted him last weekend, official visit. They had like literally 30 officials. It was crazy. And it looks like Clemson could be that emerging program for Osborne. Now, Texas is, is his most recent offer. They're getting involved. They're going to get an official visit. Alabama's involved. Others are involved. But Clemson really did what we saw, what we said they could, that Auburn could do for Falk. Clemson did for Osborne and kind of push the Tigers in the ACC to the top of his recruitment. So from the Auburn angle, this is the opportunity to close that gap and say, you know, in-state kid, a Josh Floyd coached prospect, you know, Josh and and Hewitt Trussell has been so good to Auburn over the years through the portal and high school. You got to try to reel that back in and and close uh, on some of that Clemson buzz. So in terms of the timing here, extremely opportunistic for Auburn to get him on campus right after that Clemson official that, that has him incredibly, you know, you know, considering moving, you know, towards the ACC programs, get him right back on campus after that, re-familiarize him immediately, reestablish the priority level that, that Hunter has, has really been for a long time uh, for the Tigers. So, so for me, with Falk and Osborne, it's like two incredibly tangible, this is what we need to do yeah. angles from Auburn. Um, and I think a lot of these D linemen visiting together is a good thing because now you're, you're starting to theoretically build a group and you can say, hey, Falk, line up on the edge, Osborne, kick inside, let's line them up together, get them in the jerseys. Brumba can, can go through some things like that on an official visit that you really otherwise wouldn't have time for. So I do think, again, the OVs this year, this time of year, I should say, are really critical. And that's why we see so many commitments starting to come in basically for everyone. So when you look at that official visit list, it starts in state and, and it starts up front on defense uh, with the Tigers. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out about Clemson because I was taking notes of like, okay, who all's taking OV so far? Where are all they going? And a lot of the guys that were that are going to be on campus this weekend were at Clemson together last week. So that's, that's a fun note there. You mentioned the length of Keldrick Falk, 6'5", 240 which you love. They're going to pack on so much weight on this kid's frame whenever he goes to college. He's going to be probably a great defensive end. Don't you think? A strong side defensive end, something like that. But, yeah, you mentioned Florida and Florida State. That's where his next two official visits will be over the next two weekends. What kind of advantage does Auburn have kind of going before those two schools in the pecking order of official visits here? It's a huge advantage because, yeah, first of all, you, you always want to be the first official, like, period. You know, I've, I've gone over this a lot on some of these Locked On shows. Yeah. In the summer, you want the first official. Now, if it's December, give me the last official, right? Because okay. it's before pen meets paper, signing day, all that. that. That's pretty obvious. But in the summer, give me the first one. Give me the table-setting official visit. That That's big to me for any recruit. I mean, look at what we just talked about with Hunter Osborne, right? First official, and he's like, I think this is my number one school. So that can really, you know, be a catalyst uh, for, you know, narrowing things down, especially with guys like Falk who want to make a commitment before the 2022 season begins. Uh, But in this case in particular, being a local guy on top of it, I think it enables Auburn the chance to, you know, you probably have a lead right now, but to extend it, create a gap that is too much to overcome for Billy Napier and and, and Mike Norvell and and those coaching staffs that even when you go take those trips to Gainesville and Tallahassee respectively, you're kind of like, good, I, I liked it, certainly, but, you know, it's Auburn's really been that school for me for quite some time. So in theory, 
you might have a chance to create a lead that is insurmountable for these other programs, uh, especially relative to the timing. So I think first visits are always big. Um, and, and the local kids get overlooked in that aspect because sure. they're so familiar. But again, you get so many different angles on an official visit, so much more time with coaches. And again, this time of year, Zach, nothing's going on. A couple of prospect camps, right. other visitors, and that's kind of it, right? There's not a whole lot of game planning and, 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 you know, these coaches don't have to deal with their players as much right now, other than telling them where to help out at these camps. So it means so much more true intimate time with, with some of these top targets. And, you know, you know, if we're talking about the Auburn's need for, for local talent and to keep kids home, you know, that's being talked about within that coaching staff, you know, the perception that they are fighting against. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think a guy like Keldra Falk will feel like even more of a priority on an official visit. And that really is invaluable in the decision-making process. From an Auburn standpoint, John, who do you feel more confident with them landing? Um, Hunter Osborne or Keldrick Falk? It sounds like Falk based off of this. Yeah, I, I'd go Falk today. But look, you know, after the official visit weekend, I, I might, you know, flip that pick. Like we said with with Osborne, I mean, Hewitt Trustful, maybe a, among all the, the major programs in the state of Alabama at the high yeah, school level, it's a big one. I think Hewitt Trustful has been the best in terms of feeding future Auburn Tigers. Right. Uh, so obviously that's a huge advantage for Osborne. It means he's got a bunch of teammates on campus right now at AU. So when you talk about, again, taking an official, when you're not with the coaches, you're going to be hanging out with those guys that you know and, and trust and love so much. So I do think that, you know, from a humanity standpoint and a familiarity standpoint and a, a kind of a, a feel, a trust, if you will, yeah. I mean, Auburn's going to have an intrinsic advantage over any other program just because of that that true familiarity top to bottom. With, with Hewitt Trustful and the Auburn Tigers. So who, who, today I would say Falk, but coming out of that visit, you never know. Who's the biggest concern for Osborne? Is it Tennessee? He took an unofficial there last month. He has another official uh, or unofficial with Tennessee coming up towards the end of this month. Are they a factor here? Yeah, they're going to be a factor. Texas as well. Uh, you know, okay. Justice Finkley, one of the few Hewitt Trustful guys to leave the state is at Texas now. That's kind of his mentor, fellow D lineman. So I do think that will be an interesting official. He's never been out to Austin. So I think Tennessee and Texas are kind of trending up and ones to watch if the if the process extends a little bit for Osborne. But coming off that Clemson visit, it just feels like, you know, they, they hit it out of the park. Uh, the, the culture, the amount of top talent on campus at one point really resonated with Osborne. And, and look, if you're a D lineman and Clemson's looking at you, that's just one of those positions and one of those schools where it really matters. It's like wide receiver yeah. at Ohio State, uh, quarterback at Alabama. There's certain positions in schools where you're just like, man, I, I have to take a closer look here. And, and Clemson has done that on the defensive line. So I think right now they're the top threat, but over time, I think Tennessee and Texas can start to throw a wrench into this thing. Uh, but Auburn's going to stay in it all the way, in my opinion. John, I want to get your thoughts on some, uh, some Georgia linebackers that are scheduled to be on campus this weekend. Where does Auburn stand with the likes of this tandem uh, that and more coming up on today's Locked on Auburn. want to tell you quickly about our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net remains the number one source for all of your stats and sports betting needs. You can find all the latest sports developments, news and odds, including everything you can think of in the world of sports, ranging from professional and college basketball, professional and college baseball. Man, some fun lines to look at in the realm of college baseball as Auburn is getting uh, ready to, to uh, they're probably already there up at Oregon State for the Super Regional. You can place your money on that if you're feeling awesome about the Tigers' offense that emerged this past weekend. But you can check it all out at Bet Online, 
where the game starts. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. John Garcia, two four-star linebackers coming to Auburn this weekend, both from the state of Georgia. D. Creighton, he is from Alpharetta. C.J. Allen from Lamar County, Georgia. Both of these guys, uh, good size. Allen, 6'1", 217. Creighton, 6'2", 215. What do we like about these guys? What do we know? Yeah, uh, these guys are kind of you know coming from different angles in, in almost every way, both in their play style, uh, and in their recruitment. So it'll be fascinating to see how, how each handles it okay. through June and, and beyond. But yeah, Creighton, kind of the, the modern linebacker, do-it-all kind of guy to me. Uh, really good in coverage, despite you know having great size and a great frame. Uh, comes from a really well-coached program as well, uh, Denmark High School in the Atlanta area. And then CJ is kind of the emerging recruit, right? You know, incredibly physical, downhill, uh, maybe a balanced linebacker as opposed to, you don't want to say old school because you still need – Thumpers, you need guys who can physically get yeah. the job done. So I think he's more of a balanced linebacker as opposed to Creighton where, you know, uh, CJ's got more um, upside against the run, but maybe has a ways to go against the pass. But look, that's very common with high school linebackers. But both of these guys are incredibly athletic, extremely coveted, true, you know, for both of them, SEC, ACC type battles. Um, but like I said, the recruitment is, is really coming from two different perspectives. I think with, with D Creighton, longstanding big-time recruit, People have known about him for, for two-plus years at this sure. point, and it's created longstanding relationships at, at a bunch of schools, you know, like Clemson, Auburn, North Carolina. He, he was at Clemson last week like everybody was. Uh, so certainly, you know, the Tigers are going to factor in on the ACC front. Uh, but Auburn's been in this race for quite some time. Big opportunity with the official visit. And then with CJ, he's more of the recent emerger, right? He's beginning to hit the apex of his recruitment from a scholarship offer and, and being coveted perspective. Um, and Georgia's in on him. And I think that's the biggest difference between these two. Creighton, going to leave the state of Georgia uh, and play in the SEC or the ACC. Auburn's in great shape. With CJ, Georgia has become one of the programs high on his list. They've offered. They hosted him for an official last weekend, and there's certainly some momentum for the Bulldogs. You know, not not hard to understand or explain right. in, in that regard. But Still still not ready to make a commitment. Still going to take other official visits, including Auburn this weekend. Uh, so I do think there's an opportunity to, again, start to close on some of that gap and offer something different. And, and we've talked about it on this show. Auburn's going to be in the mix for top linebackers. That's something I've said, I feel like, for five or six years because of T-Rob before sure. and now with Christian Robinson. Like, Auburn's going to be in the mix for linebackers. It's just – it kind of is what it is on the recruiting front. Uh, it's it's a bit of a cheat for us in the industry because we're like, look, if he's a top target at this position and Auburn's in on him, he's going to visit and he's right. going to keep the Tigers in the mix. So uh, th that is certainly uh, a good thought going into the official because there is ground to make up with, with CJ in particular. I think D is a little bit more open. Uh, again, more of a longstanding recruit. So I think Auburn's been in the thick of it and they'll stay in the thick of it coming out of this, uh, but maybe more opportunity to change the perception with, with C.J. Allen. So uh, important to get them both on campus. Uh, and another note on these these visitors, I was just scanning the list you sent. Ten visitors, right? A lot of defensive prospects. 
And we always talk about what Auburn needs to do from a geographical perspective in terms of the states they got to hit. Yeah. All 10 of these visitors are from Alabama, Georgia, or Florida. I mean, this is exactly where you need to be from, from a strategy standpoint in recruiting. If Auburn is going to be an SEC title contender, a power five, or excuse me, a college football playoff contender, yeah. it's got to come from those three states. So that's certainly something you'd love to see if you're an Auburn fan because, you know, when this Harson staff took over, a lot more national, a lot more West Coast, a lot more question marks around it. But you look at this official visit weekend, you're like, this is a big time SEC program, you know, hitting the type of regions that they need to to compete. So certainly a, a step in the right direction, regardless of who commits and, and who ends up at AU, for, you know, from this group. I was watching some of CJ Allen stuff and, and the way you described him, I think lines up with this player. But I saw some Zacoby McLean in him a, a, a little bit. Um Close to the line of scrimmage, uh, just uh, a nose for the football, and the highlight tape did not show a lot of pass coverage. So I, I think that kind of checks out a little bit with what you said. Yeah, anything in the realm of Zacoby McLean is going to be you know, well accepted from from the Auburn. People, I think so. Of course, yeah. he's bigger, and he's bigger than Zacoby. That was the whole thing with with him coming out. Right. But you just saw, like you said, nose for the football is about as good a compliment as you can give a linebacker in any era of, yeah. of college football. Um, and, and CJ definitely showed that in 2021. And that's why his recruitment is, is hitting an apex uh, at this time. Before I put you on the spot, John Garcia, you mentioned Florida being represented, the state of Florida being represented. Um, Jakeem Jackson, the three-star corner. Um, I always perk up a little bit whenever I see any kind of cornerback. That's just my favorite position to study <laughs> and to watch. And so, and Auburn's done a good job of turning those guys out. But Jakeem Jackson um, unofficial visit to Florida last week, obviously in Auburn this week, Penn State next week, and then Tennessee on the the twenty fourth. But what do we know about uh, what do we know about this kid? Similar to CJ Allen in terms of he's just now hitting this recruiting stride. I think in the last month or two, he's added like all of these big offers, and he's had to reshuffle all his visits because before that point, he was looking like a middle tier Power Five guy, UCF. Iowa State, schools like that. Well, well, now all of a sudden it's, you know, the best of the best, uh, high-end SEC-type prospect. Uh, so he is certainly blown up uh, in, in the offseason, a big spring for him. And he's a big kid, 6'1", uh, extremely uh, long, runs well, uh, and, and plays for a program that has other great players. So, you know, sometimes you benefit from that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Jackson's become one of the most coveted players in Orlando uh, and yeah he had to reshuffle all these trips uh, and Auburn is, is one of the new ones on there um, and also like you know like a late emerging prospect it's all reshuffled so it's all new which means it's going to take his time it's, it's kind of a lot right borderline overwhelming here so yeah. he's going to take these visits this will be more of a baseline as opposed to more of a hey this is going to help me make that final decision like it might be for Keldrick Falk or, or Hunter Osborne. Got it. This is more of a baseline deal for Auburn. I believe it's his first visit up to the Plains. Uh, so you're going to get that initial impression again that that side of the coaching staff, I think, is, you know, it's just something we've come to expect at Auburn. They're going to compete a little bit more uh, nationally and be able to go head to head with with some of the other quote unquote hot programs uh, in college football recruiting. So uh, as you mentioned, Florida, Tennessee are certainly going to stay involved. Uh, the Gators in particular are in good position to maybe grab one or two of his teammates at, at Osceola High School. So you, you never underestimate that. But I do think uh, Jackson's going to handle this thing on his own because, uh, you know, Auburn in particular is one of these schools that maybe isn't on 
the list of, of some of these other um, other prospects there. So, you know, Florida kids are different, man. They, they, they look for different things. A lot of them want to leave the state pretty much from the jump, whether they say it or not. So, uh, again, we, we've seen Auburn have a ton of success down there for a reason. And, and we talked about linebackers that we just kind of feel like Auburn's always going to stay in the game, as yeah. you mentioned. With with DBs and corners in particular, the success and the recent success, Zach Etheridge, probably, baby, let's go. Yeah, it's going to keep them in the mix for a lot of guys. And, and this this kid profiles a little bit like Roger McCreary, so anything in that realm is going to be a, a big deal in the process. So I'm curious to see what angle Zach takes in selling Jakeem Jackson uh, at the next level. But there's a lot of upside there, and and in his rise is is real, as they say. So it's a good time for Auburn to get involved and start to overtake some of these other schools that already had visits planned for him. So on this list of a ton of guys coming in, he's the only defensive back. So does that mean, you know, how, how this coaching staff organizes everything and plans the weekend? Is it, does Zach Guthrie just hang out with him for all, for the whole time? (laughs) A lot of meals, a lot of meals will be shared. Oh, he's coming to Auburn then. That's fine. That'll be good. That'll be good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, and, and look, that's a big deal, too. That's a great thing to point out, you know, because these, again, on official visits is more time. So right. when you have a bigger group that is the same position or similar, like a lot of these trench prospects are going to spend time together, right? Naturally, they're going to they're be studying the same kind of tape with the same kind of folks. When you're the lone blank, you know, lone any position, you're going to get more time with that specific coach. Sure. Uh, and that's not just for you. That's for the family as well. So with, with a great personality and a known strong recruiter like Zach Etheridge, that's a great thing because everyone's going to get a ton of time with him. And, and again, you got to feel good about doing that while the kid is on his ascent. And it's for an official visit, so there's only so many you can take thereafter. So I think Auburn's going to make a good impression and, and again, probably stay in this race for, for the long haul. John Garcia, our guest today. In just a moment, I put him on the spot and ask which of these 10 10- players that Auburn will host this weekend is most likely to commit to the Tigers. And also, Brock Glenn, Auburn's quarterback target in this class, received an offer from Ohio State this week. What does that mean for the Tigers? All right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Want to encourage folks to sign up. Uh, It's free. Just click the link in the episode description down below, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening uh, on your favorite podcast app. But join the Locked On Auburn Discord. We're talking Auburn recruiting all the time, as well as everything else that's happening throughout, um, throughout the Auburn sports Round. Final few minutes here with John Garcia. Um, all right, of these 10 guys, who, who do you feel the best about Auburn landing? I, I'm probably going chalk with, with Falk here. Chalk uh, with Falk. Lo, lo, local kid, uh, position of need, longstanding relationship, yeah. um, and, and now on, on a, a table-setting official visit. I, I think that is a lot to overcome for for Florida, Florida State, everyone else yeah. trying to stay, you know, in, in that race. Uh, I, I, I could see him committing this weekend. I'm not predicting that, but I could see him getting, you know, pretty comfortable, at least privately with, with the Auburn angle, because there's just really not much else for him to discover 
beyond this official visit of of what it's like to, to play or be uh, at a school like Auburn. So I think there's there's momentum now and that will increase uh, over the next uh, few days. And, and I think that's going to be tough for anyone to overcome. Okay, fantastic. Uh, mentioned a second ago, Auburn quarterback target Brock Lynn. We talk about him all the time, John. Uh, he received, <clears throat> excuse me, he received an offer from Ohio State this week. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, who knows? I mean, look, Brock Lynn wants to commit ASAP, right? Yeah. You know, that much we know. We also know he's going to Florida State for an official this weekend. He just went to Auburn. Right. Everything checked out on that visit. I think, you know, we talked about the opportunity with Falk. I think that happened with Brooklyn. I think the lead that we thought Auburn might have was probably extended during the official. But like you said, he's now like the hottest quarterback in the country. And all these schools are starting to jump in. Florida State offered, they're getting a visit. Ohio State offered, will they get a visit? I think that's as simple as it gets for, for the Brock Glenn angle. Is, is this too late for Ohio State, which offered a different quarterback last week, by the way, and that one is likely to get an official visit. He's committed to Baylor, kid named Austin Novosad. Okay. We'll see both at the Elite 11, by the way. Uh, so Brock wants to be committed, though, by that point. So I do think that um, unless he drops this FSU official visit and or schedules something for next weekend, I do think that is a relatively safe deal for Auburn. But again, this is brand new for Brock. Uh, you know, Ohio State at quarterback, been pretty darn good lately. So I do think that's something that he will at least consider. But when I talked to him the last time I saw him, he said the main thing, you know, we get caught in perception and positions and all this stuff. He said the main thing for him is relationships. So what we do know is that Ohio State is the newest relationship that he is beginning to cultivate. So can you get enough uh, in, in a couple weeks uh, to sway a prospect like Brock Glenn? Probably not. Okay. But it's just one of those schools that, you you know, when they offer, you're like, oh, in general. So I do think it's it would be naive to count out Ohio State, especially with a visit weekend open. But uh, I do think that Auburn has, has done all it could in this race, uh, and, and he's really the only quarterback target that, that we're identifying. So I think until that changes, the confidence level should remain pretty high on the planes, but you know, definitely something to, to track until he makes that decision. John Garcia, fantastic stuff as always, my friend. How can people catch up with all the stuff you've got going on? Absolutely, si.com slash college, or check us out on Twitter, John Garcia underscore JR. Easy as that, folks, and worth all of your time. We will wrap up our work week together on tomorrow's Locked On Offense. See you then. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.